0: Visit ADHDessentials.com for more details. What's up, team? As you know, or maybe don't know, probably heard it on a commercial on the podcast at some point. This week is the ADHD International Conference. So lots going on in the ADHD world today, tomorrow, and Saturday, which means today, tomorrow, and Saturday, you'll get an episode every day from me. It's the rough cuts where we reflect on the conference. Today, I have with me Tamara Rozier, Inger Shea, Colsey, Monica Hassel, and Jeff Copper. They're going to talk about their reflections on the first day of the ADHD conference. Um, and you'll get to live vicariously through them, unless you also went to the conference, and then you'll live your own life and then also vicariously through them. So Tamara, we'll start with you. What are your takeaways? What was today like for you?
1: Uh, well... Today was the ADHD Professional Institute. So it was a lot of professionals teaching professionals. Totally loved it. Um, Just great speakers all day. Uh, I have a little confession though. Uh, I went to way more sessions today than I would have gone to if it were in person. In fact, I went to 100% more than I would have in person. So confessions of an extrovert. I didn't see anyone in the hallway and it start talking to someone and skip class like I would would normally do. So I really enjoyed it and it was fantastic.
0: Awesome. Did you have any specific takeaways that you're like, I'm glad I went and learned this?
1: I, I really like Melissa Orlov in um Ari Tuckman's. Uh that was really uh just a lot of good reminders about boundaries and couples. Uh, yeah, just so many, though, that I really liked. So, and of course, you know, um, I'm on the conference planning, so there was a lot of little kind of running around, making sure things are right. So I didn't get to the first session, but past 10 o'clock, I got to all the sessions. So I'm, I'm nice. kind of proud of myself. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm kind of nailing life right now.
0: Nice. Yeah. And, and you mentioned that you're part of the conference planning committee. I forgot to say, introduce yourself. So before I move on, let everyone know kind of who you are, what you do, so that oh. uh, they can say that's the really smart person that I listen to on the podcast.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm Tamara Rosier, and I'm president of the ADHD coaching organization. And, and ACO is one of the sponsors of CHAD.
0: Awesome. And no. she's the author.
1: I said, okay. It's really late. I'm so sorry. Working with Chad and Adka, <laughs> we put on the International Conference of ADHD.
2: Yeah.
1: Sorry. I, I've had a big day and now I'm tired.
0: It's okay. This is an ADHD <laughs> friendly show. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm going to toot her horn because she isn't doing it. Tamara is also the author of Your Brain's Not Broken, which is a book that only came out recently. It's maybe a month or two old. It's already been covered on the podcast. Go check it out that episode. It's about a month back Um, and it's, it's phenomenal. I can't recommend the book highly enough. In fact, I'm bringing Tamara back to talk about it again, because that's how much I enjoyed it. So
1: thanks. That's nice. So
0: ha now everyone knows Um, (laughs) Inger, You are up and, and I should say, don't forget to introduce yourself because I don't want to forget to say that.
2: And I'm glad you said something so I don't forget because it has been a long day. <laughs> um, but it was, it's been a great day. So my presentation was first this morning at 10 a.m. Um, at 10 a.m., the tech was a little wonky, but it didn't stop us from you know, getting our message across. Um, I spoke about black women's empowerment, black women with ADHD, lifting each other up. Like who, who's helped you out? Who's been in your corner? who's helped you to recognize your ADHD and having that deep connection with someone and how that deep connection, you know, goes over into coaching and how coaching can help you because I'm starting a Black ADHD Coaches Association, um, the International Black, (laughs) the the International Black ADHD Coaches Association. So we're kicking, it got kicked off today. So I'm really super excited. and it was just like a really great session in the morning, a lot of really great questions around it and what it was like to be um, a person that's not really used to being able to access support so easily and having a place for people to just find resources that will really work for, for them. And that's what actually the, the people I went was able to see, because there were so many. I'm the opposite of Tamara. The fact that it wasn't in person means that I didn't just take a whole day off, like, I didn't, (laughs) it's like, I spoke and it's like, Oh, clients. Um, but I did see, uh, Rashida Perry. She's actually, um, the Philadelphia Chad, um, director, and I'm on her planning committee. And she spoke about, um, uh, about doing like parent training and, and disparities for, uh, black children being diagnosed and getting treatment. And I, uh, also listened to my friend Teresa Taylor and she spoke about families and how ADHD and the families and how it, even though a thread runs through your family, it's like how it affects each person and how that affects the family, but how with, there's a lot of this opportunities with speaking to each other and finding out how we could support each other and how you can support yourself. And she's starting to work with black women, in ADHD and STEM. So, um, You know, it was great to see my friends out there doing their thing. And um, the rest of the day I had to work really hard, but it was just, it's always like a good time. And I hope that we're in person next year because I really like to actually see all you guys instead of seeing you on the little screens anymore. Uh, But uh, tomorrow should be a good day. What I do like though, is that since they're recorded, then I can see them because if not, I wouldn't be able to, and there's too many to see anyway in one day. I can't digest all that at once. So yeah. that was my day-to-day.
0: Awesome. And that's I, I that's awesome to me because I remember two years ago, three years ago, when you and Renee and Roxanne were sitting at that table, <laughs> and that was the extent of the black people at the conference doing anything <laughs> around coaching. And now now we've got a whole organization coming. That's awesome.
2: Well, Brendan, that was the impetus. If you go, but if you watch my thing that happened at 10 o'clock, that's what I said. There was that day that I was there and I was actually a participant because I had a coach coaching me. And that Mm -hmm. day when I was there at the conference in Philadelphia in that huge, huge uh, hotel with all those breakouts and very few black people. And it was like, where are the black people? (laughs) How come they're not here like helping or coaching? And I asked around, no one knew, no one had any answers. And the few of us that got together at that moment, I was just like, what should be done about it and that was 2019 it was actually like this weekend of 2019 that i knew that this is what i wanted to do and now here we are so i'm very excited and i will say like so you were the first person to like give me a pot like a chance on the podcast to be able to talk and start telling my story and getting that out of me to be able to provide this for other people so i'll always be so appreciative of you for that yeah of
0: course that's, really that's that's the point of the show is to make that stuff happen, you know, and and now you have to come back and tell us where you are. So, just like I'm bringing Tamra back, I'm gonna do that to everybody. By the way, all of you are <laughs> gonna be like, "Now you gotta come back to my show and tell us this new story." Um, but genuinely, I I want to hear about where where you've gone since you were on last, and and what's coming down the pike because that stuff's important, and I want to get the word out there. Um, yeah, that'll be I, great. The I've mentioned in the past, like the the covert episode uh, the covert purpose of this podcast is like let's do the adhd stuff but uh, you know let me sneak in some anti-racism stuff here and there where i can and i haven't been doing that enough with covid keeping me scrambling um but i'm, I'm working on getting back to refocusing on that in in the not too distant future um so yeah i can continue it continue with you inger um yeah, so- yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And if,
2: yeah. And if people want to reach me, cause sometimes it's just easier <laughs> to reach me. It's it's easy. Cause I'm English. So com, at English on all the socials. And then you can connect to the, um, to the association that way too.
0: And Shay is S H Y E right.
2: S H A Y E. So I N G E R S H A Y E. Yeah.
0: Cause sometimes there's Shay only one be... of me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shay's got a bunch of different ways to spell it. It could be the stadium. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. My mom liked this, that whole silent E thing at the end. Like she was into that. So,
0: you know. Awesome. And Monica.
3: Hey, Brendan. How are you today?
0: I'm doing well. Yes. How are you? Cause you were up at like three in the morning, your time. I
3: was up at two 30 in the morning, putting my face on for three a fifteen start. So a little bit of a nap before it, a little bit of a nap after it. So yeah, all good. So I didn't get to see much else of the content, only, only my own that I was represented there. So because um, I'm an ADHD coach in Australia, I, have a, I work with my husband who's also an ADHD coach and we're, we have created what we call Connect ADHD Coaching. And um, yeah, so virtually uh, attending the conference is great. We do love going over to the US though and meeting with our connecting with our US buddies over there. So we have really missed that this year and last year. Um, yeah so meeting amazing people like I've met Jeff Copper and Tamara and yourself, Brendan and all of our coaches that we hang out with so it's a great experience to get to the conference if you can for sure so um, yeah that's me yeah and and
0: tell us a little bit about how did how did the workshop go for you doing it at three in the morning
3: um it was It was a great experience i mean i I feel like I could have done better had it been three in the afternoon. But uh, it was pretty good, though. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's I got some feedback today, so it, I feel like my content um, sort of landed. Um, my content was about you know encouraging practitioners um, to support help their clients support their in in a pharmacy. You know, a lot of people have medication for ADHD, which is completely appropriate, um, and they're prescribed. But I think there's a bit of an untapped area where People can be accessing their own inner pharmacy and understanding their own neurotransmitters and hormones and, and body chemicals to, you know, to put the performance pieces together, you know, the biochemistry as well as the neurobiology. And we can do that. You know, I talk about, you know, the big seven and six of them are free. You know, there's nutrition, but it's also diet. I mean, up sleep and exercise and mindfulness and, um, you know, stress management, sleep, you know, breathing. These are really important um, at, you know aspects that people can control themselves, and um, I think um, it's a good idea if we can change the language around ADHD. You know, that's one of the things I really want to do: is change the language around ADHD, change the conversation. So um, yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's a great space to be in ADHD. It's such a positive area.
0: And I'm I'm gonna take my turn now, and I'll go to Jeff in a minute. Be, because the only workshop I got to was yours, Monica. So I'm gonna I'm I gonna start tooting it. your horn too because <laughs> I'm, I'm to, tooting everybody's apparently. Um, but but I the the things there were two things that were really significant for me, and I I wanna I wanna appropriately frame my experience of your of your workshop because like. Situation matters and it doesn't we don't talk about that enough. So when I sound like I didn't pay attention, I want to make it clear why Um, I I couldn't get it to work on my phone. So I (laughs) I had a 9 a.m. client. I had a 1030 podcast interview and I had a noon podcast interview. So I didn't even try to go to the conference until one o'clock and I was starving and needed to eat and had nothing at home so i was like driving to get a sub while trying to make it work on my phone and listen to your workshop as best i could during that time i literally walked in circles listening to the workshop when it finally got it to work as i waited for my sub to cook so i heard some of it like i got a little bit of it and then my phone turned off like like you do so i didn't hear it anymore i had to log back in um but the pieces that I loved that I heard, and I can't wait to go back and listen to the replay one. I, I just love the idea of an inner pharmacy. I love that as a reframe for neurochemistry and, and mm-hmm. for, for a way to approach your brain. Right. Cause we, we think about going to the pharmacy to get medicine and that's great, but that, that pharmacy is affecting the, affecting the inner pharmacy, I think is a great concept. Mm-hmm as a way to approach our brain and our brain chemistry. I also loved that you went into breathing and breath work and, and square breathing and the role that breathing plays in how we experience the world and how typically we're breathing too fast and too shallow and not really breathing in a controlled, deep manner as a guy with asthma, that rings true for me. And as a guy who practices martial arts, where there's breath control work happening in that that stuff really rang true for me um
3: so powerful i mean you know navy seals use box breathing you know if it's good enough for the navy seals i think it's got to be some good neuroscience there with it so
0: but the thing that got me the most was you were comparing dopamine and serotonin and you were talking about how you had an example of the the a woman who is sort of in serotonin mode. Like yeah, that's mm-hmm. the dominant neurochemical happening mm-hmm. for her in the moment. Yeah, And mm-hmm. so she's kind of cozy and like wants to snuggle and that kind of stuff.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you had the husband, boyfriend, I don't remember which, mm-hmm. come home and he's in dopamine mode. Like his dominant chemical is dopamine. Yeah. And you were talking about how dopamine is the anticipation chemical. It's not mm-hmm. the like happiness chemical, which I mm-hmm. love that you made that point because it's critical, but you've got the man in this anticipation mode and the woman in this here and now mode Mm. and therein potentially potentially lies conflict. Mm. Right. And and on my end, I was like, yeah, and therein lies understanding, too. Right. Like Mm. Mm. if we understand that that's a thing, we can be more patient, hopefully when we're in dopamine mode and the person who we're hanging out with is in serotonin mode. Right. Mm. And then that happened to me it's today. today. <laughs> so I'm trying funny. to get I was trying to get some tech support for my not working app. Um, and my wife was theoretically leaving to go to Zumba and I had to leave to go to Kempo like half an hour later. And then all of a sudden, my wife was like, I'm just going to tell you about this book that I'm reading out of nowhere and i was like i'm literally typing into my computer with the woman who or a guy or whoever that's supporting me on tech on the computer and i'm like uh i i i can't do tech support right now like this is i should listen to what my wife wants to tell me and i had to like beat down the dopamine with all of the might of my mind. Cause I just wanted to be like, I have oh, to do this. Funny. And then so a friend texted me about stuff that was also connected to ADHD things. And I'm like, I have all these dopamine things I need to do, but you want to talk about this book that you're not even done reading. And I don't care, but I have to, because I care about you. And was that before uh, or after you heard my, my, my,
3: my bit was that afterwards or before
0: it was after. So I had, oh, I had this great oh, cool. reframe while she was talking to me of like, even though she's going somewhere, she's in serotonin mode yeah. and I'm like hip deep in dopamine mode. Cause I'm like, get the problem solved to find out what this other person needs. You have to go to Kempo in a half an hour. Oh, and you also have to get your laundry out of the dryer. Like, <laughs> Oh, it was, it, it was beautiful. It was great as a reframe for me in that moment. So thank you oh, very that's much great,
3: that. Brendan. that. That's why we do this work, isn't it? We want to, you know, <laughs> You know, put all these learnings together, and that performance puzzle that can be, you know, it can be clashes, or it can work really well if you're both in the same zone, or or maybe that's where people make connections. You know, yeah. maybe yeah. You, you know your wife could have said, put her hand on your shoulder, say, "Hey, Brendan, it's actually okay." You know, yeah. Well, let's oh, she
0: had no idea. Oh I w- yeah, my poker face was on point. She had no idea what was going on internally. Uh, well,
3: let's- that's a lot of power, Devin. More power to you.
0: I only had to last like 15 minutes. I was like, she's mm-hmm. gotta leave soon. She's going to a Zumba class. I only have to fake it for like maybe 10 or 15 minutes.
3: Then you would have used your box breathing. So then she would have been able to see what you were doing. Yeah. So yeah. Very um, powerful. So thanks for that, Brendan. I think that's a really great example. You know, what we what was the point we were getting to.
4: Um so Jeff, go ahead. So um these conferences I go to, I, I enjoy so much because I'm always looking for those nuggets, those ahas, and particularly language that helps me articulate something that somebody does so eloquently. And today was was kind of a big day. Kind of like Tamara, I really enjoyed the Melissa Orlov and Ari Tuchman uh, session, as I always do, because they're, they're both brilliant. And um, what stands out to me was when, uh, at one point in time, Melissa said dual denial. In other words, a couple comes in and they're both denying right, their own kind of stuff. And I'm like, dual denial, it's so simple, but it speaks so much. So that was a huge nugget I took. And then Ari said something <clears throat> that I'm, I swear to God I'm going to use this a couple times. It, it sort of makes sense, but it doesn't actually work. There's so much out there that you think, well, it sort of makes sense, but when you think of it, it doesn't actually work as a means to help people stopping it, like, you know, what's kind of going on here and and kind of get their attention. And those kind of stood out. Then I got to go back and, and re-listen to it. But Dr. Olivardia in his, he was talking about interceptive awareness, the ability to notice like when you're hungry, when you're thirsty, or even when you got to go to the bathroom. And I hadn't heard that before as uh, an executive function impairment, really that awareness of self. Because I, I know a lot of times when I'm coaching people, Around emotions, we're talking about, you know, notice your body because it doesn't lie as a trigger. And it's a whole area for me that's gotten me kind of curious that I want to explore. So that's kind of a nugget. And then I'm having fun right now because Ingram was talking about, you know, her experiences, what she's doing. I'll never forget years ago, I was interviewing uh, Evan Pope Green. And the, the interview was something about an ink spot. And she was going to this conference back in 2003. There was like two or 3,000 people there. She was the only Black person in the room. She said, I felt like an ink spot and <laughs> see a white." And it's interesting because it's so interesting to see that we're bringing the diversity in and bringing, embracing that and moving into the conference. It was fun to kind of see that take place and, 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 and more of that kind of like rushing through. And then my own personal moments today were... Um, I realized last night that being on at 10 o'clock, I thought was an honor at first. And then I realized I was just a technological guinea pig at that point in time to work through the, the technology. And I was scrambling <laughs> last night with Melissa Reskoff and uh, my moderator trying to figure some stuff out. And I had the, the wherewithal to realize that if we got cut off, I had a Zoom link in my notes so I could take everybody offline and go to Zoom. And I had a, a good crowd that we stayed for about 30 minutes answering questions. And I was, I was kind of proud of that. But the other thing too was... Um, I like to get the ahas in a conference where I'm getting something as I've described. And I, I had in mind, I was trying to use Dr. Barkley's model to help people kind of understand how his model kind of interrelates to each other. And one of the concepts I was trying to, to communicate was how we have an emotional re- reaction when thinking is difficult. And I had an attention exercise I put when I said, think about, think about three to the power of five, like calculate it. And I described how when I do that with customers, they there's this, uh, this emotional reaction, like, I'm not even good at math, or oh, like, there's this, oh, and, they, they, and some people don't actually go through it. And, and the point that I was trying to make is when thinking in your head is difficult, people want to escape emotionally. And after it was over, I got three emails from some people like, oh, my God, that was wild. I, I never noticed that before. So it was a personal like giving back to the, or the to the world, if you will, that they can make that relationship and that experience. And so those are those are some of the highlights in mine today.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and and and
4: also let us know who you are. Uh, I'm Jeff Copper. I'm <laughs> I'm an ADHD coach. Uh dig coaching practices is is my my firm, but I also am the host of Tension Talk Radio, Tension Talk Video, and I don't know involved with everything else like Attitude Magazine, Attention Magazine, Chad Marketing Committee. I'm like, all things attention. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. And you've been on the show too. Everybody on this particular episode has been on the podcast in the past. Um, so if you're enjoying their voices and they, they're melodious and lovely, go, go check them out. I don't remember what number everyone is anymore, but each of you have been a guest <laughs> in the show in the past. Um, and I typically end my episodes with an ending essential but it's not appropriate me appropriate with these for me to have you guys do it. So I'm going to do it. Um, and I, I think that, I think that what I'm taking away from this particular episode is, is the growth of ADHD as a coaching, as a profession, right? Like the sort of the job of today was to help ADHD professionals grow. Jeff, you have something.
4: Yeah. I, 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 back in, 2004, the ACO kind of was formed at the Ada conference. It was a band of Indians that kind of came together and it evolved. And I remember my first ACO conference in 2010 was in Atlanta and we were kind of coming together. I think there were 60 people that were there. It was relatively small. Um, I was invited to be on the editorial board of Attention Magazine in 2012. And at that point in time, we had never had a coach write an article for Attention Magazine. Fast forward, I think it was in 2016, we had two coaches inducted into the Chad Hall of Fame at the time. And now on the magazine, there's three or four articles that are being written. And we, I think we had 35 coaches' presentations last year. Tomorrow, we have our first uh, ADHD coach as a keynote. You take a look at the the growth of ADHD coaching as an intervention. It's been phenomenal. And I remember interviewing... um, Russ Ramsey a couple of years ago who was a keynote back in 2010 at my first ACO conference and I was like, what do you, what have you seen as an intervention and he's describing it as a promising intervention but you know the thing that he said that just blew me away he said what coaching has done is they brought a business sense they destigmatize it more and more people are coming in the door. Today, because of the outreach of coaching. So this show is an absolute example of that. And so today, you take a look at where we've come in the last 11 years. It's absolutely phenomenal. And I just want to review that history because ADHD coaching was first in print during distraction in 1994. 10 years later, the ACO came about. That's not that long ago. We're in our infancy, but look at the impact we're having on everybody. And again, what you're doing here, what Tamara's doing in leadership is really just testament to that. And So forgive me for for that, but I just, last night I was talking to Tamara, like it's been amazing at at what we've accomplished. And we have a big voice at the table and we're a very big part of the community. And I like what uh, Inger's actually doing for her piece of it And, and what Monica's been doing over in Australia by going international with us. So anyway.
0: Just yeah. a couple no, things. I mean, you're you're heading in the same directions that I'm heading and you have you have a longer memory than I do because you <laughs> got involved in it before I did. Right. I'm I've been doing this for about 10 years, which surprises the hell out of me. Um, but I haven't been doing the conferences for as long. Right. I think I started in. I don't know, maybe 2012, 2013. I forget when I presented the wall of awful at the ADHD coaches conference, but it was I think it was the last ADHD coaches conference that happened was when I presented, or the second to last, one of the two. Um, and I've only been to this is only my third or fourth, maybe fifth Chad. So um, so I, I you've just got a you were there earlier than I was, so you have a better view that way. But but even in the time I've been here, I it's it's awesome to to see that there's an ADHD coaches organization that is focusing on on black people and making sure they're getting the support that they need. It's great that we're in Australia now. And, and also another area of growth is just the fact that the conference was virtual. That's pretty awesome. And I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest, like I suck at virtual conferences. It's not a thing that I'm good at. I don't, I need to be there and see people and sit in the room, but for Tamara, it's amazing. Right. She was like, I went to all of the workshops. Um, And, and so like that's that's part of the diversity of this conference and hopefully moving forward there's a way to marry those two options where i don't know maybe you just have a room where everyone is being virtual instead of going into the individual places or or maybe Tamara will be in the next city over in a hotel room doing it virtual that way so she doesn't get distracted by people in the hallway um but but that stuff, that stuff's important, and and even even in terms of of growth in general, right? Like for me, the the conference in in Philly, when I didn't go to a bunch of con- bunch of workshops for the first time, and I like had lunch with Tamara instead of going to a workshop. To me, I was like, look at me hobnobbing with the cool kids instead of <laughs> sitting in a workshop. Um, and even even Jeff's view of and and Inger too, I think gets this honor of. Going at 10 a.m., that is an honor. Not just because you're kicking things off, but also that shows a lot of trust that we don't really know how the tech's going, but we can trust Inger, we can trust Jeff to handle it. If it doesn't go well, they'll they'll be okay. That matters too, right? That's that's a component of of that early slot. So, so yeah. So I just, I I love I love the conference. I love doing this. Like I I hope that this becomes a piece of the conference in some way in moving forward because. This is a fun thing for me. It's a much different kind of podcast than I usually do. It's much more loosey goosey. I'm in a I'm in a gi in a sweatshirt, so I'm sort of in my pajamas right now, um, and and I I don't know. I just like it. So thank you all for being here. I appreciate you taking the time. Um, I'm sure you're all tired and need to take a nap or go to bed, depending on what mm-hmm. time zone you're in. So <laughs> I'm not going to keep you any longer. Um, but. Oh. Thank, thank thanks for
3: much. hosting it to Brendan. It's, I think th- this podcast is a real gift to the ADHD community. It's, it's free. It's accessible. You have amazing speakers on. Uh, I, I love listening to every episode I can. So thank you.
4: Thank you. Monica. I echo Monica.
0: Awesome. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Hey, you're still here. Nice. Thanks for staying focused all the way through.